0: Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Vayakel Ravi, the fourth Aliyah in Parshas Vayakel. The topic of A'aliyah is making the curtains. It runs for 12 Tsuchima from Vov, Pasuk Ches to Pasuk Yud Tes. Let's take a look at the basics of A'alyah and then de- delve in some for some deeper points to ponder. We now talk about the creation of the curtains of the Mishkan. We know that there are three layers of the curtains. We hear the materials are different colors of it the lowest one is called the mishkan and it is made of all the different beautiful colors which are woven together there are 10 strips which are bonded together into two groups of five and we know that each one is 28 amos long 22 cubits long and is four amos in width and when you have five bonded to five and then in the middle we have these these beautiful blue loops 50 loops along the one edge 50 loops along the other edge and these uh, Hooks would be of gold, putting together those two parts, the curtain. Then we hear about the next layer, and that is the izim. This is the goat hair level. This is a made of the second level, which is actually a little bit bigger. So it is 11 strips of 4 cubits, 4 amos wide, and they are a little longer. They are 30 amos. Stretching down, and we have one. We have five strips sewed together, six strips sewed together, and then joined in the center with these loops again. The difference over here is that we now have karasei nechoshes. We have copper um, joining hooks between these, and then we hear about the top layer, which is the oris alimim adamim. We hear about the rams, the red, the dyed red rams and the T'chashem as well. So those are that, that's all we have over here. We discussed more details about this when we looked at this in parashas Trimah, when we first heard about it. What, which actually leads us to one of the basic questions over here. And that is is that it seems that when Moshe Rabbeinu is commanded to do the Mishkan, we hear about the vessels, the Kalim first. We hear about the Aaron, the Shulchan, the Menorah. We then go on to hear about the curtains and the beams. But here we heard, when the construction of the Mishkan is actually being done, when it is being orchestrated, it comes first to, from the outer structure, the, the the curtains and beams, and then the inner containing vessels. Why is that? So the Gemara Brachos already notes this on Dav Nun, He, Aleph. And the Gemara quotes Rav Shmuel Bar-Nachmeni, quotes Rabbi Yochanan, who says that it actually relates to the name of Bezalel, who was the head architect over here. What happened was that Hashem tells Moshe to tell Bezalel to make all the vessels and the and the and the Mishkan and Moshe then reversed it and came and told to, to Moshe Rabbeinu said first the Aaron and the vessels and Betsalel says surely isn't the way that Hashem wanted it to be to put the the vessels the the vessels um after you have a house surely when you make a house you make the house first and then you put the instruments of the house into it and so Moshe Rabbeinu says wow. Yeah, you know, that in fact you must have been, but kel. You must have been in the shadow of Hashem. You knew this. This in fact was what it was that Hashem wanted. He wanted it to be this way as well, which is very strange. Does that mean to say where did you see that Hashem commanded the structure of the Mishkan first? You don't see it in the Torah. Number two is you don't. Is Moshe Rabbeinu changing things? God forbid. Moshe Rabbeinu exercising his free will in such a way. How does this work? What is going on over here? So there's a few different answers that are given. The Ababa now addresses this, and he says that the reason why it was initially given as the Kalim first was because the Kalim, the vessels themselves, are symbolically what represents what the Mishkan is. Yes, there is a building around it, but when we think about the Mishkan, the symbols, the icons of what the Mishkan are, are in fact the Kalim. And therefore, the emphasis, in a certain sense, starts with what is most important. Um, in fact, the Ababa now goes so far as to say, that's the reason why there's so much repetition in Parshas Vayakel, almost word for word in all of these instances, but the reason being is if this Gemara is true, that Moshe Rabbenu and Betzalel had this little uh, the, the, this little disagreement over here, and in the the order was shifted and Moshe Rabbenu conceded to Betzalel, then maybe perhaps Betzalel made other changes as well, which is why the Torah goes to very specific detail to ensure that we understand that in fact no changes were made whatsoever it describes every detail to show that everything was the same barring the order in which it was constructed that's the first perspective the other is which actually relates to this and that is the ramban the ramban talks about this the notion of, of ideas versus action hashem is describing it and Moshe Rabin is conveying that idea initially in the realm of ideas and in ideas we start with the why first we begin with why and in the center of that why is this is these are the kalim this is how we serve the almighty this is the iron where the Eidos lives this is the menorah which emits light this is the shulchan where the lechem upon him live on We're expressing the divine presence of our kodesh Baruch Hu. and by the way here's a container but practically speaking, we need to construct the house first. In the realm of action, which is the realm of what we'll call the lowest sphere, which is called Asiyah, the world of doing, which is the world we're in, which is where Betzalel lives, That's where we, that's where action comes first. Our ideas start, but in the end of the day, actions need to be the first step in order for this to work out. And that's what is occurring. This is the reversal, the idea of moving from the realm of ideas into the realm of action. There's a, perhaps another a perspective over here, which could be is that maybe we're actually looking at the difference between pre- and post-cheit, before and after the sin. Now, we usually adopt the idea that there were, that the Mishkan was a response to the Khaita egel, to the sin of the golden calf. That's what Rashi understands. However, the Ramban says that, no, in fact, the Mishkan was commanded before the chayta egel. Um, whichever way one looks at it, the notion of Mishkan could certainly still exist. What does that, what does that mean? That means to say that there's some notion of what the Mishkan could be, which exists before the Chaita Egel, and then there's the Mishkan which exists post the Chaita Egel. Well, perhaps that actually explains the the, the, the the direction change in terms of the order. Perhaps it is is that the the there is the Kalim, the Kalim, the vessels in the Mishkan represents in a certain sense the idea of the Shechina of the Divine Presence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu residing among the nation of Israel, Hashem coming down. But then the building is really in a certain sense the place where we come to Him. It's an expression of us moving towards HaKadosh Baruch And the focus before the Chet was Hashem coming down to us. That was why the at the, the Kaleim were first. But the focus after the Chet Egel was us coming to Him. And that's why the building started at the beginning. It started from the outside, then the inside we met HaKadosh Baruch in the middle. So three different ideas in terms of trying to understand why it is that the order shifts, and this is our aliyah, the first place we see this shift that occurs in terms of the Mishkan coming before the Kalin. With this, we conclude the fourth aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.